KBUT, the butt, New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Dr. Whoever. Boom. The doctor's in. The whole crew's back for season two. This is Dr. Whoever. Jesse. Cloud your ears with that Gucci knowledge. Logan. Warning, stand clear. This could affect your test results. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Daylight Time. 16 hours, 48 minutes, exactly. Universal Time. U-T, the butt. New Las Vegas Radio. This is the Doctor Who Ever Project. Stand by. Many kinds, where can we start? We like them dumb and we like them smart. That thing just sounds so low. And it didn't sound this low before, and I don't understand why. What happens? How about the ones we especially like? Which one? You know, the ones with cars and go. There we go. I fixed it. It's been a while. User error. I fixed it. User error. Had our control turn way down. Mm-hmm. All right, let's listen to my nice intro. Spooky, right? Grab your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT, the bus. This is Doctor Who. Hey, Doctor Whoever, let's get this show on the road. Boom. It has been a while, hasn't it, Jesse? It has. I almost forgot how to run the studio. I did. almost had a little breakdown over here for a second. Almost? (laughs) Mm -hmm. You never know. You never know around here. Well, how you doing, Mr. Jesse? I'm, I'm doing better now that this is up and running. It was getting a little rough for a second. You like this, though? Yeah, that's a, that's a good intro. Um, are you ready for the Halloween season? And then, like, uh, I don't know why Pretty Fly for a White Guy is just like, I don't know, because that drummer didn't take the vaccine. And I was just like, I don't know, because so, so many of the stories end up being like this joke that I don't understand because I'm too white. <laughs> How much better? All right, well, what's going on in your day? I know um, it is pride here in Las Vegas, which is weird for me being um, new to Las Vegas. And most places do gay pride in July, June. June, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and we've been we've been away from the studio for a couple of weeks enjoying summer vacation. So welcome back to all of our listeners. Welcome um, back. Yeah, welcome back is... to my new chair. Yeah, Thank you, yeah, Mr. You're Jesse. All, you're all fancy over there. I am. Um, and, but I'm yeah. a little worried because I have yet to put the bolts in the legs. So like, remember when I was doing, okay, remember when I was doing that meeting recently and I said I was all stressed out because I couldn't hear the people? Yeah. It was the same knob. I just figured out right now. <laughs> That's what we call a user error. User error yeah, so. in my face. Can't blame technology, it's the user. And then before that, I was up here, and I was kind of moving around on the chair, getting used to it, kind of like wiggling in here, playing with a little leg stand on it. And I was like, what is going on? It started leaning over to like the right. I was all over here, and one of the little wheels had completely fallen off. And then I forgot, I'm glad you brought up the little um, 
little yeah. bolts so I can, I, I think uh, what a lot of our users don't realize is Doctor Whoever has a very low uh, level of patience. Very low, <laughs> indeed. He has a low tolerance for things not working. And then I was like, wait, it's my fault. My fault. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is, it is Pride Month here in, in Vegas. And just to give listeners a little understanding why that is, for those of you that do celebrate Pride or have seen Pride, it's usually in June or July. But since it is so hot here in Las Vegas, and it's usually 110, 115, it's not, it's really, clean, fe- it's clean. Yeah, it's not really feasible to have a parade and do partying when it's 115 degrees outside. People are just made drop dead. Oh, so we've, the they've decided we to make it later in the year, which is really cool because it's you know extends the parade out and you know gives us another reason to, to drink in October. If, if that Halloween, is true. If Halloween wasn't reason enough. You can just like make a trip here in October, do Pride, stay, do Halloween. And you can keep Pride going all year long. I feel like we were just talking about it. It was the same time as like Juneteenth and then Pride was just kind of starting around the country. Yeah, which is kind of kind of good in a sense because there's a lot of other Prides that were just canceled or were at small scale because, you know, COVID is still a thing. Can you believe it's still a thing in October? Yeah. Um, like, uh, but yeah, so, so many that things... we were later in the year, we're able yeah. to actually do some stuff for, for Pride. So it's it is cool. nice. And we're going to be outdoors, and we're going to be three feet apart, and we're going to follow all those little rules and stuff as much as humanly possible. Even though we're all vaccinated, I might even have got a booster. I won't tell anyone, but, you know, anybody can uh, go get a booster. whoever is does hate to wear a mask. I do hate to wear a mask, so if there's an opportunity for me to get a boosted, I might have just gotten boosted. <laughs> All right. Well, well um, let's uh, let's so speaking of some news stuff. You got any other other topics you want to like throw out there that you that's going on today that are in your head before we get into some like just real world topics? Um, no, not in, not in an essence. I mean, there's so much stuff going on in, in politics and the world in general. So let's just open it up to what you have in store, and we'll we'll go from there. Because my mind's all jumbled with everything that's going on in the world right now. Well, that's okay, because today is a free flow whatever day it is, because it's the first day back, and um, we're kicking off our kind of new season. We're just going to be more, uh, just more relaxed, and we're going to be more radio show-like, probably do hopefully some more shows instead of just once a week. Uh, Just... More about like what's going on here locally, what more we have going on, not just the sad, terrible news that's happening all the time. <laughs> Try to bring more positivity and just, you know, I think it's good to talk about things like my little breakdown I had and I had a little breakdown about a month ago. <laughs> it's like, it's good therapy to just kind of like, you know, I think for me just to come out here and just talk about things that are going on. Like today, I just kind of was like, do I even want to go up here and do it right now? <laughs> and I do. I really do. But it's like, we haven't done it in a while. And it's the whole putting it off that there, is there going to be a technical issue? And guess what? There was. But, you know, we, we fixed it. It wasn't, you know, a huge easy fix, but we fixed it. And uh, we were moving on, you know? Moving on to the next thing in life because... Amen. Yes, I needed that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. That 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 that's that's telling me to move on. Alright, so uh let's take a break and let's get into some new new news that you need to know right here on the Doctor Ever Project. We'll be right back.
Just for you, and uh, happy Pride in Las Vegas, happy Halloween about to come up, and uh, we, we just had like the first day that was 80 degrees here in Vegas, and I uh, I had to say I put on a hoodie. <laughs> little little embarrassed, I'm not going to lie, I got a little cold, but you know, it's coming, it's coming. Um, it, it, it's so weird to kind of think about the, the pace of things, that how we were in such a spiral for so long, and now... It does seem like life is slowing down a little bit. It's You can relax and not have to just completely pay attention to every news story and wonder what the mask policy is from day to day. Um, which I'm pretty happy about like that. It's a, what, do you, what do you think about the Jesse, Mr. Jesse? The, uh, do you think we're on more of a path back to normality or what? I mean, I think in, in some regards, you just have to start moving forward. It, there's still it's there's still a huge issue. There's hospitals in a lot of the states where people haven't been vaccinated high numbers that are still at critical levels. So it's easy for us to say that, but there's definitely areas uh, that aren't going in that direction. Uh, I know sure. it's been it's been a few weeks where uh, my grandma actually passed away from COVID. What's well, another um, reason why we did take some time off? If anyone was wondering, um, yeah, it was, it was it was a rough time for both of us actually. I think. Yeah, and she, she lived in Texas. Uh, she had a couple of family members that are anti-vaxxers that kind of believed in the hype. And, yeah, I mean, granted, she, she was older, but, I mean, it's, it's the way a person dies in pain, not being able to breathe. That's just, it's, it's not cool. It makes it I mean? so much worse. It, that like, yeah. it's, Well, I guess the preventability of it is, like, it makes it worse, but then also the kind of suffering behind it, like, you don't want people to suffer. It's like drowning almost, I, I, I would think. But I, your grandmother was so old, she was, like they had morphine and there was other complications, right? I mean, it was it was COVID, but you know, they... they... But so it was solely COVID. Yeah, no, she died of COVID. And the I, thing I, is, I, I, think, every, like I think every old person or every person that thinks about getting old and dying wants to die, fall asleep, you know, one day and just not wake up peacefully. Right. And I mean, it, it, that wasn't the case. I mean, she was struggling to breathe and, you know, her chest was filling up liquid. I mean, and I don't mean to get graphic, but that's just the oh, reality. Yeah. I, of, I didn't want to prompt what, you, yeah, but I'm, no, it's reality. Yeah. yeah, it's the reality of what COVID does to the people we care about. And it's and it's crazy because I was volunteering to get people vaccinated and then members of my own family, you know, weren't vaccinated. That's, and I think three members of my yeah. family at the time, uh, one ended up in the hospital, my grandma passed away. And another, you know, just got sick and was able to stay home. So it hits people differently. And I think just because you see one person get COVID and they don't end up dying, doesn't mean that every single person is in that situation. Yeah, you know I mean, well, definitely. Um, I mean, I think majority. Um, I told you the guy, a guy I grew up with, was boasting about not being vaccinated recently. And I like let you read it. What was a couple of days ago? Oh, I got COVID. It was so bad. I can't believe it. I was wrong. I mean, how many people do you need? But I mean, applause to you for, you know, saying, hey, you know, I was wrong. And um, 
kind of accepting that. Oh, I gotta get yeah. this microphone. I think I think you asked me to talk about it like few days after she passed away. I was like, "Are you crazy?" Well, I asked if you <laughs> wanted to talk about it because I am more willing to do those kind of things because I just am. I am. It's just part of my personality. I don't mind sharing, um, but I have a different opinion on death. I think like. I kind of live this this life understanding, sorry if I'm manhandling this mic, I know I am, but it's trying to get in the right place. I thought you would talk a little longer, but that's okay, thanks anyway. But no, um, I, I understand that we're all going to die one day and that's life and I just kind of understand that and for people that get up to such a high age, even if they died of COVID or AIDS or cancer or you don't know, I think that's still um, a a good you know a good thing to strive for um especially not being very healthy and things like that either my great granddad lived to like 94 and he smoked and um drank a little bit but he also gardened and walked everywhere and paved a lot of the roads in north carolina um so i mean we're all gonna die so i just think it's like it's okay to talk about unlike the dog i know he's gonna die one day he's He's been bleeding for the past five days from a tooth that he's losing because he's 18 years old and he's like 150 in dog years. <laughs> Just falling apart on us down there, but that's okay. He's a precious baby. He's still kicking. He's still kicking. I mean, might not, he might have to give him some soft chew uh, food eventually, but I mean, I, he's other than that, I think he's he's doing just fine. Yeah, he'll um, he's he's gonna he's gonna make it, I think. And but besides death, and I think it kind of falls in the line with 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 uh, Halloween. What is, what else is going on in the world right now? Well, um, with, along with Halloween? <laughs> no, just in, in general. In general. Oh, oh, I mean. I was, we, I was we, trying we, to get us out of the, the death conversation well, oh, and I, transition I, to other things. So funny, because the next thing I was going to ask you about was the abortion rights march we just went to. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. like everything is so down and you know, it's like, <laughs> take me down to the river. <laughs> Like yeah. some of that emo music, you know, it's like, but I actually had a story pulled up. Here it is. So we're learning more about how not being able to get an abortion can affect a person's life and health for years after. Our latest NBC News report takes a closer look at this and finds the impact of the law. Is so this is, you know, a huge thing right now. You know this, I know this. We were just at a, a march for abortion rights and, um, I've never thought about it very much and I'll be completely honest. I mean... I kind of have the feeling if you need that as a need, I see it as a need. If you if you need that, um, then who am I to tell you you should not be able to have it, I guess, is my, uh, my opinion on that. And I'm giving that man, woman, whoever, like, I'm not saying like men and women kind of thing. I'm just saying as a person in general, um, there's adult men that go out and decide they want to get circumcised. Like, what if there's some, what if we made up some religious rule that said, if you were not circumcised as a baby, like the Bible says, you cannot get it as an adult. But maybe there's a few people that want to get circumcised. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're It just saying. doesn't make sense to me. Um, and, and whenever people argue, uh, like the, 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 when life becomes life or, um, I guess that's, is that the, the issue to you when, when, when does life become life or is it when are we going to accept life as life? Whatever the reason, I guess, a lot of it comes down to like religion or the discussion of like a soul or something like that. And 
you can't use those as arguments in a political discussion. It's just, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean you can, you can try to, but they are becoming more and more like, like we're not, you know, we don't use Jesus for legislative purposes and to make policy anymore. We yeah, used to, I, I, I but see, we were never supposed to. I think we saw some signs at, at the, the Women's March also. It was like, well, if you masturbate and, you know, yes, you, yes, you, you yes, masturbate yes, into yes, a yes, sock, yes. Is, that, is that abortion? Because every single one of those sperm could have been a baby also. I believe I have a photo. Yeah, I mean, so there's, there's, it, it depends on, I think what people have an issue is at what age or what point of a pregnancy is a person actually, you know, un like unrealistically like pregnant? Yeah, I mean, realistically pregnant, I should say. Yeah, uh, I mean, this but is it like also, going. But, but a lot of it also boils down to if you're so pro not getting an abortion, you need to provide resources for a lot. A lot of the times, it's women that handle the burden of having a child. Mm -hmm, is there mm -hmm. going to be childcare? Are you gonna Are you fine with them being on food stamps? Are you going to provide them housing? Uh, are these kids going to get uh, the ability to go to college for free? There's so many things that need to go hand in hand with a lot of this legislation as not just, okay, you need to have a baby, but we're not, we're also not going to help you, you know, raise this child that we were forcing you to have. And it even goes into like the incest and the rape and things that most people are very against. Where's all these people against all the pedophiles and the kids that were being brought over in the Wayfair cages or whatever for sexual gratification purposes? Nobody cares about, you know, it's like nobody, it's like, it's the same thing, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it, it's whatever you want to use for your argument works for you. And you just completely black out anything else. Um, let's see what BBC says about this. This bill does a really good job of protecting the most vulnerable members of our human family. We are going to be shouting from the rooftops that abortion is still safe, legal, and accessible. Abortion is back on the agenda in America, and it's got both sides energized. How have abortion laws changed in 2019? In May, Alabama approved a near outright abortion ban, including in cases of rape or incest. And seven other states have passed heartbeat bills, which North ban Dakota, abortion as soon as a heart... Iowa, Missouri, Mississippi, Georgia, Kentucky, Ohio. So what they were saying for those states is if there is a heartbeat detected, uh, there is no abortion. This is kind of going to what I'm saying. I'm okay with that kind of thing. Like, if you want to come up with the federal law that says, okay, three months, four months, eight months nine months whatever figure it out um you know what i mean it's like we have a drinking age uh we have ages to join the military we now have a national smoking age why is there not like a abortion time limit or is that too of a nasty thing to say mr I mean, jesse there, there, you could be at seven or eight months and the having the child is literally going to kill the mother so at that point is it not okay or what is what is the issue my my thing is it's 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 between it needs to be between the the woman that is pregnant and her physician that is it's a health issue uh that's something that needs to be in the hands of the individual and their need their government needs to take their hands out of women's reproductive yeah, rights but uh, as as we until saw they do though i think the problem is though is there's too many gray zones like you're inventing too many gray zones like this if you did this here or this person says this it we don't operate well in this country like that uh, apparently 
Um, and with well, two Rose, sides the, that are so against yeah, each but other. The, the law of the land that has passed through the Supreme Court, that has been the law of the land for the longest time, is Roe v. Wade, which gives the women the right to choose. That is the law of the land. Okay, so why is that? What 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 has happened then exactly? Why is so that law Texas, being? The Texas law. Texas has changed the law in their state, saying that a woman can only have an abortion after eight weeks. And is that? And, a, but you're saying that's women, against the federal constitution. The that's, federal that's, uh, yeah, it's like going the to Supreme it's, Court. It's going. It's against Roe. Well, how Wade. could they do it if it was against it? Like, why, why wouldn't they just be like, nope, bad, it, well, shame on you? It Go. was it was challenged, and the Supreme Court failed to hear the. Uh, the appeal against that law in Texas. So that's that's the issue going on. So it's like they just kind of ignored it to let it just happen to see what would happen. I mean, that's pretty much what they did. They, I mean, they, they I love this. it to be honest. I think this is great. Um, I feel bad for people that are uh, in Texas and need this service right now, and I hope that organizations are reaching out to them with other assistance and things like that. And I, since the dialogue is elevated like it has. Um, I believe that to probably be the case, but overall, this is great. This is great. This is great for like Democrats, liberals, anybody that has a problem with like, even the thing with the coronavirus now, right now. So it's like, oh, so you tell me you, you don't want the government to force me to take a shot, but oh, so you're going to force me to have this baby that my uncle raped me, uh, when he gave me a little sip of a beer when I was 12 and now I'm a 12 year old sixth grader. Uh, pregnant with Uncle J Uncle Jimmy's little deformed left foot too long baby, and that's a problem. And then that's a problem in Texas law. So, but that's great though. It's great. It's great. It's great for I mean, rational, normal yeah, people. It might be great if, if you're running a campaign, but it's not great for the women that are living under those circumstances. But unfortunately, that in, but that includes rape and incest. You can, you still can have an abortion if you're raped, or there's some kind of incest going on. So I mean, no, yeah, I mean, like, does, does it pull well? They're dragging it look this well for a campaign? too long. Sure, yeah, but I mean, the women that are actually living through that, it's not cool for them. Yeah, they're dragging this out way too long for like I think um, for a lot of people's taste. And but it is making news, and it makes people look stupid. But it's so interesting how those people that live there think it's so great or whatever. But like, every it's like the Trump effect. Like he thought he was so great. But like nobody thinks he is. That's uh, great. But anyway, uh, we think we're great, uh, but you might not. So you might want to break from us, and we need a break too. So uh, we're gonna come back and we're gonna switch it up. I don't even know what we're gonna talk about because uh, it's free flow day. Uh, <laughs> this that's, is my that's my favorite day. And uh, we're doing more free flow days. <laughs> All right, this is the Doctor Hubbard Project. Uh, we'll be right back. Carmen San Diego is, and I guess nobody knows where Brian Laundry is either. So um, we got to talk about that. Like this story, just really, I wanted to come on and talk about this so many times, but I just didn't like. I was, I was, I just was depressed. I wasn't feeling good. I just wasn't in a good place, and I don't know. 
I just didn't feel like talking about it, but I was talking about it to myself and to Jesse all the time, wasn't I, Mr. Jesse? Yes, I was. <laughs> he was so annoyed by me, but I just think the story is so fascinating that this guy has disappeared. And what did I tell you, though? You were, so uh, me and Jesse decided we were going to go hiking, uh, what was it, like a couple of days after this whole story blew up? Yeah, about. And I had kind of already been talking about, like, no, they're not going to find him. He's smart, man. He knows he's had time to plan. He's probably like told people he's going somewhere, but he's going somewhere else. Or he's already staged, staged some stuff for him to come get when he needs it. Because he had the whole time from Utah to Florida. I've driven from like Long Island to San Diego before. It's a lot of area, people. It was a lot of nothingness. You could hide stuff all along the way. And then, and then when he got back home, the parents went camping, like a little fun family trip, right, Jesse? Because yes. what else? Where else do you take? What else do you do when your possible murderer son like comes home? It's like, oh, yay, murderer's back, possibly, <laughs> allegedly. Oh, <laughs> well, we're just gonna go on a fun family, you know, camping trip. But that's genius. They went somewhere where they wouldn't have a lot of uh, cameras or people around they could have privacy they probably talked it out figured out some kind of a plan um there's some neighbors that say they saw um somebody come into the campground three people came in and only two people left there's all these just these all these eyewitnesses of just like one person that maybe kind of saw something that i don't think are very um I don't think they're very valid to me, to be honest. Um, and obviously they're not because this guy's still on the run or he's just hiding out. What do you think, Jesse? Yeah, I mean, I I didn't really have a huge interest in the story like you did. I, I don't was, know how it's so it was, fascinating. I was just, it was kind of whatever to me. And I, the only thing I, reason I kind of got wrapped up in it is because you were really heightened in what was going on. Um, I've always wanted to like just murder someone and disappear off the face of the earth, you know. I mean, I think I'm in. I'm probably I'm probably in the same camp as a lot of people. Like this happens a lot in minority communities. And I'll see. Okay, here we go. See. No, I, no, that's fine. This that's, is great. That's kinda, that's this is great feel, so. because this is great because this is the what this is about. Because I want you to tell the other side. I didn't see this at all, but I okay, go ahead. I mean, it, this happens a lot in minority communities. People go missing, and it doesn't really get the attention, and the news media doesn't follow the events as well. So when I saw it happen, I was like, eh, just another person gone missing. And I was actually surprised that there was so much attention paid to this particular, you know, case. So what did I say? I was like, watch, they'll be all over this. Yeah, you said that, but as me, I, I just didn't express much interest in it. It's just, you don't think that you can like just go off the grid like that but I mean people can I mean you just have to you have to just kind of make the ultimate decision that you're done like you're moving on you're becoming a new person you're you're changing your name like he's bald too and he has a beard people wear masks everywhere now wearing a mask is nothing he could blend in so easily if he's smart he went to Cuba Puerto Rico or the Bahamas if he's smart. Appalachian Trail is about to get cold as shit. I hiked the Appalachian Trail when I was in like middle school and I remember crying on the phone be like, it's cold, come get me. It sucks here. These people are boring. <laughs> All they wanted to do was whittle and like shit. I was like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> people are lame. Sounds like fun. Yeah, it was fun alright. The only fun part was like 
only fun part was like showering all together for me when I was like seventh grade <laughs> as a gay boy. Let's keep it PG-13, gay boy. Just saying. <laughs> they were all my age, same age. I was not a leader. We're talking about 1992. <laughs> all right, speaking of some mom, back to Brian Laundry news, like, I did say that I wanted to talk more about like, kind of life and you know, stuff that really happened um, more. And I told you a story about an ex that I had. Um, I, need some, I need some better music for this one. Any better music? Oh, that's good. Uh, the one that finally got away. <laughs> I don't have a flush sound over here. I have a burp though, that's all I have. But yeah, so the one that finally got away, we were never right for each other. It was It was one of those younger relationships that like, you start and things are fun and then you get to real life and it's just not working anymore. But anyway, long story short, we're having an argument one time and he is standing with the back of his calves um, against like a couch and we're arguing and he's very frantic also we're talking about me I'm like 160 pounds he's like 130 something like that um, so we're arguing 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 uh, he kind of pushes me in my chest and instead of me moving he falls backwards because of the way his legs are does that make sense yeah it does. like you kind of you stand up like here I'm gonna stand up all right so I'm standing up Alright, I'm standing up. Theater of the mind here. I'm standing up like this. Oh my goodness. This mic stand needs some Viagra over here. What's going on with that thing? There we there go. You go. There we go. Stiffy, give it a stiffy. Alright, so I'm standing like this. So like he pushes me, but like his legs are right here up against like the back of something. So he just kind of collapses. He's kind of collapses back and back of his head splits wide open, boom, into like the sharp ass window seal, blood gushes everywhere, it's like a fucking horror scene. Um, like, if I would have just ran off and like called my mom and said, hey, we had a problem, I'm scared, this happened, I don't know what to do, he might have bled out and died. But I think he had been drinking also, which probably didn't help the situation. Um, so just kind of from that, what I'm saying is like, you never know really what happened unless she were there. Is, does that make sense? Yeah, I, I get that. But I mean, that's where, you know, doing the right thing, you call the authorities, you get them the help so they don't die. I did. Uh, I called 911. I mean, that's, that's what I mean. You did the right thing. Because if you don't do that... But I didn't even then, really think about not calling 911. Well, that's the thing, though. Let me finish that. Because, but what if I had gotten pulled over by the cops a day or two before, and there was all this stuff, and then this happens? I might have think a little differently. That's all I'm saying. But continue. Yeah, but then it also goes down to, either way, you're going to have to defend yourself from what actually transpired to some type of authority. So you call the police, explain what happened... That way they can get there in time to see that the situation, you explain yourself. As opposed to, you know, fleeing the scene, you know, camping out for months at a time. Now you have to also come back and prove to your peers in a courtroom that, you know, what had transpired. Because that first question is going to ask you is, how come you didn't call to get help? How come you didn't stay to help them? 
And you know what I mean? So that those two questions need to be answered. I'm not saying it was right. I, I, I'm like, just oh. saying I'm just saying it's easier to answer those questions when they just happened. Because it makes you look more criminal if you flee the scene. I'm just wondering if I would have done the same thing, man. I don't know. Oh god, I shouldn't be wiggling around in this chair for Yeah, and once you it. you're gonna hear Doctor Whoever like crashing a bit. So we all know his his chair is having issues. I did not push him or anything along those lines or something happens to him. I, I want you to verify this story, Doctor Whoever. I verify, I verify. I okay, there. That was so we have it on record. His his chair is unstable. I did nothing to it. All right, all right. We're gonna take a break, and uh, I, I haven't even Someone heard this. Someone over yet. there got the Anderson giggles over there. <laughs> I do. All right, we're gonna take a break, and I want to hear from uh, Brian Laundry's sister. I have not even heard this, so um, all right, hit it. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Grab your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT, the bus. This is Dr. Whoever. When you gotta go, you gotta go. But we will be right back. Remember to always wipe and wash those hands. Doctor's orders. This is KBUT, the bus. Yes! This is the Doctor Whoever Project. Alright, uh, we're back. Somebody had to take a pee break, but um, I want to talk about this Brian Laundry story a little bit more. Uh, I have not heard this interview from his sister, so let's just see what they got. Alright, Jesse? Sounds good. So, She also gave some more detail about Brian's survival skills. Uh, do you think law enforcement should focus on these remote areas, or is it more possible that he left the country. I don't think he left the country, George. It's not his makeup. I do think he he's possibly he could possibly be on the Appalachian Trail. I no. mean, she even said he's he's survived out there. He's gone out he's there smart. by he's himself for weeks at a time. Uh, so I would focus and concentrate on that area, and I'm sure they're doing that. Dan, we want to get your input as well. You know, as we said, we heard from Cassie right there, and she says that her parents claim that their attorney have told them not to discuss Brian with her. What, what, what do you make of that? You know, it's a this is all so stupid to me. That, of course! Has anyone ever seen a TV show? Don't talk! I think people are learning a lot from this as normal citizens. Yeah, all these people on here that are millionaires and have teams of lawyers, they do the same thing. Right, Jesse? You don't say anything. Why you don't you incriminate yourself. Of course not. That's what happens. They get you and they scare like minorities and stuff like that, and they get them all mumble, and they're like start speaking nonsense and because they're scared, and then they just spill everything. And sometimes it's not even true or the full story. I wouldn't talk either. These people are doing exactly what they should be doing, in my opinion. A little bit odd, right? Because typically, what an attorney will do is tell their client, who in theory should be Brian Laundry here, and I guess it's the parents too. But I understand him saying to Brian Laundry, "Look." Don't talk, don't say anything, um, etc. Telling the parents not to talk, in particular, not to talk to the daughter about anything does suggest that there's something that the parents may know that the lawyer doesn't want them to disclose. But, you know, it's hard to know for sure. And, and Brian is facing charges. Prosecutors said there could be more charges on the way. See, it's like, all right, what do you... In my opinion, 
that is exactly what a person would say to a celebrity or someone else that is on the news or in the public eye. This is a, they are celebrities now. There's people at these, uh, at their homes protesting. They're, they're, uh, their faces are all over the world. Um, and, and with that status probably comes some fear a little bit, wouldn't you think? Like, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what the family's involvement is, for one. Well, but, it doesn't but, matter, but, but they but shouldn't but have two, repercussions for him. Yeah, but two is they're doing exactly what they should do. They should be going through their lawyer. They have a family attorney. All comments, anything to do with the case should be going through the attorney. So I think they're handling themselves accurately. Um, and, but they should be helping the authorities find you know their son because he is missing now through the attorney and let the, the attorney handle that, that conversation. I agree, but I just kind of wonder, like... All right, here's the actual sister talking a little bit. Oh, they don't actually show her talking much, like in these clips. This was a Good Morning America that I was, like, referring to. They keep showing the same... Remember when I said a couple days ago, I was like, watch. They're going to not have anything to show anymore because he's not going to be found. I said this. I called this. And now they're pulling his sister out. And the family's probably like, don't talk to the media, Rosie, or whatever your name is. Like, uh, you know, like, they're going to try to m manipulate you, and they will. That's the thing. That they want coverage. Oh, my God. Anybody could get her as, like, to do a article or something would be amazing. It looks like Good Morning America did. Right, she says see. the body cam video from the Moab, Utah police encounter is hard to watch. It's definitely painful to see everybody That's her. just be upset. It was pretty typical of them to um, argue and try and take space from each other, but people saying they saw public domestic violence. I've never seen anything like that from either of them. Now she wonders if more could have been done. I definitely feel like if they had all of the 911 calls from the multiple people, they said that I think that it would have gone a lot differently and we'd be in a different situation. Cassie says she's as concerned as she is for her brother. She is mourning for Gabby and wants her family to know her heart is with them. I've been cooperating so that everyone gets answers. They deserve answers. Gabby's parents sending a message to Brian on the Dr. Phil show. If you truly loved her, you should turn yourself in. Mm. The laundry well, family attorney. That is very interesting. I just, uh, I think he's, if he's smart, he's going to stay gone. Because at this point, he's already gone. Um, he had a, such a head start. If they find him, it'll be because he slipped up and got too comfortable in whatever normal life he's trying, going to try to, you know, transition into after this, wherever he is, or he'll either just turn himself in um, because he wants to move on, you know? I agree. I mean, it's, it's, it's got to be difficult to live off the land um, unless he has, like, some huge amount of money that was taken out, which I doubt because they would have flagged that as something that was done. True. So he's either living off the land, it's getting cold, it's going to be winter time. Um, you got you to gotta be willing to literally cut ties with everything you know. See, I could do all, it. I could totally all the crease, do it. All the creaser comforts that come along with, you know, being human. So that would be the and, hard part. You would have to suffer for like a couple months until you were able to like, because give it three months. You know, people are going to be like, Brian Laundry, who? I guarantee you. Give it six months, they'll be like, oh yeah, that guy. I wonder what happened with him. Give it nine months. It won't, it, it won't even be a story. Um, so, like, the further he gets away, especially with COVID and stuff, 
the story is just going to evaporate and he will evaporate too. And if he's smart, he could, if he's smart, he tries to get as far away from America as he can and go somewhere where other people are white, like Spain or Greece or something like that, and just try to fit in and not cause any trouble, get a job as a dishwasher or something, pretend like you're a backpacker, shave that beard off and get a wig, I don't know. Like, he, there's so many things he could really do with the way he looks and everything and how young he is, if he really tried. And I'm very curious to see what'll happen. It's almost like I'm just like, almost like wanna live through him and like his adventure. I don't wanna kill a girl. Oh, nobody knows if he killed her, so don't get all excited, people. Nobody even knows if he killed her or not. She could have bumped her head on a rock, just like the story I told. It is very possible. Girls be crazy, all right? Girls be crazy sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. I'm Guys getting, be crazy I'm getting, too. I'm getting a huge red flag right now from Doctor Whoever, who's you know wanting wants to live vicariously by, by a potential murderer. So uh, no, 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 no. Time to start shopping for a new employer. <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, let's take a break, all right? Um, let's do some LGBTQ news. We talked about a little bit of pride stuff earlier, but I got some else I want to talk about, so we're gonna do it again. We'll be right back. This is the Dr. Ever Project. Yes, queen, yes, queen, yes, queen! Yeah! LGBTQ plus news making headlines. Stand clear. There will be glitter. More like feminine, or are you more like men? Feminine. Yeah. I can already tell when you open your, your mouth, the rainbow fell out. <laughs> Okay, girl, bye. Bye. Most Americans are repelled by the mere notion of homosexuality. The CBS News survey shows that two out of three Americans look upon homosexuals with disgust. No matter what you No sing along today, Jesse? I'm singing along in my head. DNA. The gay away. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. Stand by. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, little Nas, he's been doing it lately, right? Yeah, he's been topping the charts. I think his album debuted at number two, just behind Drake. Uh, oh, but Drake. His Drake is not allowed on this show. I mean, you can say what you want to say about Drake. He's still breaking records. So. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, but isn't there like little Nas something that just came out like something you sent me recently or something? What is that? You told me there was something I'd be excited about. I just like to test your memory sometimes. I got it right here though. I mean, excuse me if I don't remember everything little Nas related. <laughs> Jolene, Jolene. Oh, he yeah, hasn't that days Jolene, ago. We were taking a break, remember? <laughs> I'm begging of you, please don't take I'm going back into old stuff. <laughs> Jolene, Jolene, I like this stuff. Jolene, Jolene, I like that. I don't like that. I want one of those. Please don't Ooh, I don't know what that means. Um, Mr. Jesse is showing me signs that we're going to be using at the upcoming Pride Parade in different languages, representing love across the world, but uniting as one community under... A rainbow where everyone could feel included, accepted, and able to love anyone that they want. Um, whenever you see a rainbow after a storm or just a little sprinkle, it's always that kind of sign of something new and refreshing to come. And 
that's what we can look forward to, I hope, a little bit more uh, as we as we move away from COVID and uh, away from this society of masks and disease and sickness and death and disagreement as we uh, are able to just move as one or as 90%. That's close enough, you know? The further you get from 50 to 100, the more you're able to unite and uh, the less the people on the other end of the spectrum really matter. And I like it and that's okay and I, I'm willing to say it. Um, the more people unite like the gays and the LGBTs and the Bs and the Qs and the LMNOPs and the trans and the whoever out there, the ones that like to get whipped, the ones that like to do the whipping, the squashing, the kicking, the spitting, the licking, the pissing, the shitting, whatever you like. Doesn't matter how old you are, where you are. Pride has something for everyone. And especially for those straight people that are scared of all those little things. You know, you know you're nasty and dirty too. Just let it out. Be yourself. That's what Little Nas is all about. What's another song I really like? I was, that was a little experiment to see if I could talk to that and through that entire song. Is that song. what you're trying to do? You, you, you kind of went over the whole uh, Dolly Parton song. I mean, I'll be honest, that Jolene song, it was, I mean, it's cool that he covered the song, but it wasn't, it wasn't impressive in my, in my opinion. Oh. It was just, it was just a simple scene through. It wasn't, didn't live up to the Dolly Parton, yeah. uh, Jolene version of that song. I have a, I have a slight problem with, uh, that song and it is that it is way too close to my mother's name so it's like a trigger for me <laughs> everything's a trigger for your mother because <laughs> she's crazy <laughs> you know it's uh it's not, yeah it's uh it's not one of my favorite songs i'm not gonna lie but this one's good this was a newer one that just came out i think he's uh i think his album was was pretty amazing i have to say Alright, um, let's take a break and let's, uh, let's get into some weird science. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention? I know like Facebook's in the news right now. They're in they're in trouble. They're getting like a little smackdown from the uh, federal government over their kind of handling of uh, the election. Uh, I guess after and before, and then also with um, suicide amongst young people. What would uh that is science kind of nowadays, right? I mean, it's weird to think of, right? That for me at least, it's strange to think that. Um, something that started out as a way I promoted my liquor keg parties and sold jello shots in college is now a major system for how we uh, collect news and connect with people and uh, even make policies behind, right? I mean, who would have thought? 
Who would have thought, Lex? I mean, I remember poking people. Um, I graduated in 2004 from high school, and that same year, I believe, is when Facebook was started or founded. I can't, it, there was a couple years because you might not remember this, but I remember when Facebook first came out, you had to have a .edu for education email address to even be on the platform. But um, prior to that, you had to even go to a specific school, like where uh, Mr. Mr. Jesse, who's uh, so smart. Jesse. He'll never say his real name on air. But listen for that accent. He's our Ivy League-educated Latinx political expert and way overqualified for this podcast. Yeah, so where you went to school, you probably could have been on Facebook uh, when it first came out, but my little East Carolina University, in university that's why I can't go to a good school. <laughs> oh, you didn't even go to a university? That's why you don't, that's why you don't smoke in podcast, people. <laughs> but no, uh, like it was a it started out as a women's college, I believe, and then it changed to university later on. So it was a university when I went there. Like in 1917 is when it started, I don't know, but... Um, I, I like to call it a directional college. Like, the schools that are like East something or Northwestern State or West Eastern Iowa, Michigan. I don't know. These nonsense names that people make up or you see the commercials. Um, my school actually was fairly reputable. Uh, it was known as like the party, the party school. Um, they called it Easy U. Like, you know. Like easy you, and I was perfectly fine with that. I applied to one school, which was that one, and that's the one school I got into, and that's what I wanted, and I got my degree, and it took me five years, but whatever, I got it. Applause to me, where's my applause? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, just interesting to see what has become of that little social media platform for poking people and you know seeing who's uh, what girls look like in the dorm back when I was pretending like I was straight and, you know, uh, like, posting parties and pictures. And it was the, it was kind of like the migration from MySpace, too. Did you ever have MySpace? I did not. Yeah, I mean, I didn't either. I actually had a Facebook before I had a MySpace. But some weird girl I remember from the dorm was like, you don't have a MySpace? And she, like, kind of forced me to create one. It's probably still out there somewhere. <laughs> I don't really remember. It's kind of like, um, what was that first initial like music streaming app? Uh, uh, Napster. Napster was like the, the first official one, and then you have like Spotify, which is like become a multi-billion-dollar industry. Uh, but I, but okay. I think a lot of people didn't see the benefits of, of these social media platforms. But now you literally can't do much about it. When when it went down yesterday, Instagram went down. You Facebook told me. I didn't even down. really know. And then I did realize eventually, but... Um, I mean, a lot of people yeah. had an issue with that. I mean, they people need to post what they had for breakfast every day. I've seen someone post, oh, this. in case you're wondering, this is what I had six hours ago for food. Yeah, I mean, like, who cares? Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I think people are, are need to break their ties with a lot of these social media apps and, so, and just live your life. It's like put, put down your phone for a second to and it. just like chill. Yeah, like but we have came a, a way though. I mean, I can see the progression. I remember a couple years ago when people like they were addicted to these games like Farmville and you remember that like there was, it was almost like you were mining it was back before cryptocurrency. It was like you would mine for wheat or whatever and then try to sell it but you'd end up buying all these tokens and spending money like that was the harm before people were addicted to those games and wasting your money 
but now they're talking about harmful to our global society and uh, our children are committing suicide left and right. I just don't know if I see that. And I, I'd say that those same problems are going to occur without social media. I mean, social media, right, is just the new... What, what were those Teen Wolf magazines or whatever? You know where I'm going with this? Yeah, I do. Like, if it's not a social media post from a Kardashian, it's Teen Vogue with Paris Hilton back when tiny butts were a thing. <laughs> oh, back in the day. It's like, seriously, people, 20 years ago, we thought Paris Hilton was the hottest thing on the planet. And now look where we've come. Like, also, you know, Kim Kardashian and... A lot of those girls did look like Paris Hilton 20 years ago. And Paris Hilton is starting to look more like they look because everybody's starting to get more fat in their ass. Just start to look like fat Americans. I don't think it's, I think, I think it's fat Americans. It's just this progression of society. It's just so interesting to me. Like what we deem society acceptable for a while and then it just like suddenly becomes not acceptable anymore. It's just... Like, okay, here's this girl. Here's the whistleblower. Let's hear what she's got to say a little bit. Our children, for our public safety, for our privacy, and for our democracy. And that is why we must demand Facebook make changes. During my time at Facebook, first working as the lead product manager for civic misinformation, and later on counter-espionage, I saw Facebook repeatedly encounter conflicts between its own profits and our safety. Facebook consistently resolved these conflicts in favor of its own profits. The result has been more division, more harm, more lies, more threats, and more combat. Is anyone surprised by this? Like, that they want to make more money? I mean, like, blowing my mind here, right? What do you think? I mean, I'm not surprised, but I mean, at, at the same time, I'm always surprised, like, at what cost are you willing to go to, to make more money? But all these companies are are beholden to their shareholders and board members so that they, they constantly need to generate revenue every single year they need to make more and more money um, what I'm surprised about is that they didn't think they would ever get caught that's the thing they did though because what you know what surprises me like listen to in this. some cases this listen to these titles however the choices being made so inside of Facebook are disastrous for our children for our public safety for our privacy and for our democracy. And that is why we must demand Facebook make changes. During my time at Facebook, first working as the lead product manager for civic misinformation. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, so saying, like, espionage. Oh, wait, there's another one. I right, saw listen Facebook to, listen repeat to titles. disastrous. For our children. During my time at Facebook, first working as the lead product manager for civic misinformation, and later on counter espionage. I saw Facebook repeatedly. Who knew Facebook is, is Facebook the CIA now or something? Like, what the fuck is this? Like, I think too, like, this is blowing people's minds that these positions are even there and this research is being done. Um, it is like the cigarette companies in a way, I think, because they did know this was coming. That's why they have all these positions built in and these this data. So when you point to something, they have another study to point to to say, no. Wrong, oh, no, that, that, that's incorrect study. We have our study that shows this, blah, 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 blah. And it's going to be one of those things that, I mean, with cigarettes, you can at least have medical data. How are you going to ever prove, prove, prove this um, is, is, I think, going to be really hard to quantify, uh, in my opinion. But go, Jesse. 
Uh, well, I, I definitely wasn't surprised that Facebook has that information. I think they know their platform has the ability to to change people's political views and opinions. Uh, my thing was that they should understand that there's organizations out there that know how to work with those algorithms and put in information to see if they're given you know radicalized information. Like one girl looked up weight loss. And, you know, she was a, a thir- alleged 13-year-old on Instagram. And it just so happens that all the information she was being targeted with was anorexic, you-need-to-be-skinny type of websites. Mm. So it just shows you that the, the algorithms that these social media sites have are targeting to these girls in a negative way. So they stay on, have less friends, and are kind of like beholden to these social media apps to stay on longer to view more content so but that information is is easily replicated well by, see like i by, could do by, my by... own study right like i've been doing my own little facial uh, social media study uh, across different platforms jesse this has been a ongoing study years and years of research and you know what i've determined social media loves showing me photos of college-age guys in sweatpants. It's, like, amazing. I have... The answers are here. Like, come on now. Like, is this rocket science? Facebook has figured out that I like to look at uh, attractive guys with... (laughs) Woo, big news. Like, I just don't get it. Like, obviously, that's what they're doing here. Um, I'd say that this is more of a societal problem that... In, in health class, there should be a section in health class now just where we talk about not smoking. There should be a mental health part of the class. There should be a federal thing. Every state should do this. It should be not just a state by state or a county by county. Facebook is a global entity. It, it for, If anything, it shows us how much more of a global society we are putting these children into. Everything on TikTok gets like a billion views. A billion. It reaches billions. And it helps our kids see themselves for the part of the world that they, they they're actually inhabit. And understand different parts of it. And how they can fit in and intertwine. Um, but a lot of people obviously do not want that. That's kind of a... It's, it's a two different sides issue. Um, but I would say majority of people use Facebook and majority of people probably could see that some of these things do need to be handled because um, like myself I started out as a Facebook freshman in college when Facebook just started so I understand how Facebook works that everything I see on Facebook is not exactly fact and stuff because I you know used it through like a progression of it but like my mother and father they see facebook as more of this resource of knowledge and news and a way to connect with people and take it a lot more seriously uh do you have any what do you think about that about how the different age groups react to facebook because i can only react to, to know my as being like a 35 year old and then like people like my parents who are in their mid 60s um i can't relate to someone growing up their entire life born in a Facebook generation. I don't know what that could even be like, you know? I think, um, for one, you're basing it on education level. So some people are able to discern what is factual information, what is fake information. But the people that aren't uh, or aren't used to having to 
you know, decipher whether or not it's real. They, they just, you know, our parent generation see information and they just assume it's real because why would somebody lie to them? You know, yeah, or if they throw, so. out, they throw out a doctor's name, they don't realize that, you know, there's Anybody hundreds of thousands that. of doctors and it doesn't mean just because they have a PhD that they're trying to tell you the truth, you know what I mean? It could be uh, optometrist. But, also, but it also gives people a reason to stay entrenched in their beliefs and if you're getting information thrown at you saying that you're validated every single time, it's easier for people just to stay validated than to say, you know what, maybe I wasn't right. Yes. Boom. That is so true. That's that like that. That is a, a nail to it that like I guess I don't think about that. You're getting those like likes and those likes are pinging like oh yeah I'm right I'm right I'm right I'm right because all these other people agree with me but it's just you're being fed all the people that agree with you like sometimes I'll go out of my way to make a comment on my mom's brother's post because he's just such an idiot and all his people are idiots. So I would go on there and just like say something. I'm not mean or rude, but I'll just point out something. Like recently he had a photo of an actor. I can't remember, whatever. And it was talking about something from the 1960s. And the, but the photo was like an actor from the 1930s, but he was making fun of like a comparison from the 60s when he was born to like now. And so I Googled the 60s just to be sure, and I Googled like 60s fashion. Yeah, it's all colorful and flamboyant. That was when the sexual liberation, like, but he's trying to say, oh, let's go back to the 60s when everything was all drab and gray and boring and Christian-y. No, that's not what the 60s were, but maybe for you they were. And if they were, then maybe that's because you were a sad, pathetic, pitiful person. Maybe you should go enjoy your life instead of like trying to shame other people for living theirs, you know? It's just... <laughs> And I, I think we're moving towards that more of a society. And, um, but I, oh, what's that? Trash? Is it trash day? It's trash day. It's trash day! Well, since it's trash day, I was gonna trash talk Logan later, but <laughs> I was gonna try to get him to call in. Lame. It was Logan's birthday yesterday. It was Logan's birthday. I was gonna try to call him. I'm going to try to call him on the studio line and see if he answers. And then we can wrap it up for the day if you want. Any fun hip-hop news? Anything good going on in the world of hip-hop, Mr. Jesse? I mean, I really haven't been paying too much attention to, to music. I know, like I told you, Drake dropped an album. But I haven't really been listening to, to that type of genre uh, too much lately. I like more um, when there's like a feud or some, something crazy. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no, no feuds going on. Uh, the Cardi B, uh, Nicki Minaj feud seems to be over. Um, Rihanna, in, in different news, was just named uh, a billionaire. Oh, shit, okay. So she has a fashion line called Fenty uh, that was valued at a few billion dollars, and she's a large stakeholder in that, mm. in that clothing line. So she just became a billionaire. Interesting. We're going to call Logan's if he answers. Come... Your call has been forwarded Lame. to automatic voice. <laughs> it's probably hungover. All right, well, let's hear a little bit more about this Facebook girl, and then we'll move on to something else. Because I, I think this is all fascinating that they even have these positions at the company. And something else she was um, saying, okay, about something else I heard her say, kind of go into the example um, of like my uh, my uncle guy. And people like that, like, there's no way he posts that many times a day for me to see, like, eight different posts of his. You know what I'm saying? 
but I think they know that I comment on it and like I'm combative with it, so they show me more of it in that, my that feed. Is a thing, so you interact with it more. Yes, so and, and I, I, but I know that. I, I know that. Like one day you know, I was going to post and I stopped. I was like, you know, it's Stop. funny you say that because there's Stop. something there's something I noticed on Facebook also. There's you know Facebook only shows you about like 20 people, even if you ha- even if you follow like 600 or 1,000 people, they have figured out who you interact with the most. And they only show you feeds from those people. So even like go to your friend list and go to like, oh, I haven't seen what they've been doing in a while. They must not have posted. And click on their profile and you'll actually see that they've been posting content. Facebook just doesn't show you their content because they don't think you're going to interact it well, well with it as you do with other people on there, on your feed. Interesting. See, I think it is, it all is kind of like a scam, but I mean, you need to have that knowledge i think they need to teach a class on like social media it could even be like a life skills class going to credit how to get a credit card like stocks like like i never learned that like from my parents and stuff like you know my parents didn't really even have that good of a grasp on those things so how would they be able to show me you know what i mean yeah but i can hear it now oh the socialists are teaching people how to how to interpret uh, social media or and then it goes from the other side, you know, the radical, uh, you know, conservatives are teaching Facebook classes to radicalize people. I mean, people are just so entrenched in their camps right now. Uh, I guess nobody wants to <laughs> move to the other side, but I don't know. I just think it's going to happen anyway, whether or not people like it or not. These things are coming. Uh, like e-cigarettes do you remember when the e-cigarettes came out and it was all going all crazy people were vaping all over the place and i said wait give it a couple years this will be legislated and they'll put like so many like uh what do you word for like prohibitions or restrictions or whatever on it and they have like you can't even hardly get one anymore it's like as an adult if you want a blueberry cherry whatever watermelon vape you can't even get one unless you like order it from some weird chinese company from Amazon now. Not that I want one, but I'm, it's just the same thing. It's like, it takes the government and society sometimes a little while to catch up. But they always will. Just like right now, when they, if they, if they pass this, that's what I wanted to talk about. That's the last thing I want to talk about. Can we talk about the, uh, the, uh, what's going on with the, um, help me, what's it called? The budget and everything right now? Yeah, the budget bill. Yeah, like, but actually, the update. Um, from what Let's I... take a little break and then we can get uh, back to that. All right, and then we'll close out for the day. Okay. All right. Is that the music or is it going to touch? If you've been living under a rock uh, and you don't know that there's this 
massive discussion right now in Congress with the uh, Democrats and the Republicans not being able to come to some kind of consensus on how we should, let's say, structure, I guess, um, maybe structure this plan because I think everybody's in agreement that it's going to happen probably some way or another um, without the Republicans even being involved. It's just these people within their own party kind of arguing about like the pricing of it and how much should go and the timeline. Um, I think they wanted 10 years. Um, and these things include things like Jesse help me child so you're, care. You're, you're talking about build back better. I thought you were talking about uh, the budget raising ceiling. Oh, well we did that, right? We passed that. Didn't no, we? we haven't. Oh, we haven't passed that? I thought they did. No. Oh, actually, you know what? That's actually what this video is. Okay, let's see. Trillion dollar number for the progressives and everybody can be happy. On the debt ceiling, Mitch McConnell, we're told, you know, uh, and Leanne was just saying that the, the Democrats uh, fear the Republicans uh, feel no shame. Well, I would just say if I were Chuck Schumer, and I'm not, but if I were in this position where a party was taking such a hypocritical stance and have always preached the importance of passing a debt limit. But now, not only will they not vote to increase the debt limit, they won't even vote on a rule that would allow you to pass the mm -hmm. debt limit. They want to wreck the economy. They want to put it all on Democrats in a reconciliation bill. I would just say if all right can you unpack that a little bit i don't even this is the first time hearing of this i thought this i thought they did this already no they never did oh okay i missed something i thought this happened like a day or two ago okay i mean just to give people background what raising the debt ceiling yes. is uh so anytime the united states government spends more uh than was allocated for the year uh they need to increase the debt limit which which is just saying that they're allowing for the budget from last year. So the money that Trump spent under his presidency mm -hmm. uh, was obviously there was a surplus of money spent. So this year's Congress is mm. is chosen to raise the debt ceiling in order to pay United States bills. So we have our bills just like we so have the, credit so card the, bills. So what they're right? saying is hypocritical is Republicans are refusing to pay for the bills that their Republican president and their majority spent last year this isn't mm. you know what the democrats and joe biden have spent this is last year's debt that we're looking to pay off right now and so raising the debt ceiling is something that's always been i mean uh bipartisan democrats and republicans just realize regardless of what happened who spent the money you have to pay your bills so the treasury secretary today janet yellen yellen be yeah so so it's, it's actually bigger than just, you know, paying your credit card. You're not going to get a late fee. So the economy of the United States and the world, because the United States, the dollar is a currency and held as, you know, gold for a lot of places. That's true. Um, so if we don't pass our debt ceiling, our economy could possibly fall into a recession if the Congress fails to raise a debt ceiling. And that's not just our economy. We're talking about the global economy. So it's 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 big. We are so important. That just goes into what and, we were saying earlier. Like and we're the it's only, great that people yeah. understand this at more of a younger age too. That we are a global citizenship here, not just our own little states or country anymore. But continue. So so, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen mm -hmm. was quoted as saying it would be catastrophic not to pay the government's bills, and she would expect it to cause a recession. Um, and we're the only country in the world that that even teeters on these self-inflicting 
wounds that we give to ourselves. Only the United States would put itself into recession because we can't, you know, communicate with it. each other. Yeah, so why it. would we? We're we're literally talking about destroying our economy to prove a point. It's so because like we don't even like treat money like money in this country anyway it's basically like a number anyway i don't even think we're backed on gold anymore we haven't been for a while from what i understand they like to like let people believe that but that is not the case um inflation's already going crazy here people worried about all those things and those are usually like republican talking points so it's it's almost like they want it to get worse so they can claim they're going to try to make it better i mean i think the republicans have seen that um you know, by not pushing vaccines, by not wearing masks. Uh, it's keeping us in a position to where we're still dealing with COVID. Um, we could literally not wear a mask and not be even talk about COVID if everybody would have been vaccinated at the 90% oh, yeah. rate oh, yeah. that we wanted. But they also see like polls that are coming out now showing that people blame the Democrats for us still being in this COVID-like state. I mean, so it's actually it's actually shows that it has been working to their advantage. No, I mean, because we came in temporarily, temporarily. It's not going to. Sorry, this this microphone stand needs another. Yeah, that's what you get for standing up and trying to you know do some Viagra here. Did you get for trying to do some in studio kind of like rundown? (laughs) No, you just sit in your chair. Well, I can't figure out exactly how I want to be in the chair yet. Like, okay, this is good. I was, this is better though. Okay, because you guys were always so comfortable on the studio couch, and I had my little stool that I thought would be good to make me like kind of concentrate more. Drummer studio. Yeah, my little drum. I have a drum set studio. Yeah, Doctor Weber also wanted to get himself a little exercise ball to sit on. Yeah, he thought thought that would be comfortable. And now I'm here with my uh, (laughs) chair with the leg thing that pulls out, and I got like a. Have like a lazy boy yeah, you got yourself a little gaming chair. This is lovely. I like it. Well, all right. Well, I, I, th- I think that that's good. That's a good explanation that you gave because I didn't even know that we didn't do that. I kind of understand how the pieces fall together, but it is sad that one complete side of the government in a two-party system, that's all we have is two, basically, um, just has thrown their hands up in the air and basically walked away from the obligations of the American people whom they serve, right? Yeah, so just to give you, I just want to give the listeners like one more, you know, grander scheme of this. So the United States has never failed to pay its bills, which means raise the debt ceiling. And economists have said if they do default, it would spark widespread damage through through interest rates jumping up, you know, and tarnished mm. faith continued tarnish faith in Washington's ability to honor its future obligations on time and potentially delaying social security checks to some 50 million older Americans. And maybe U.S. armed forces could also see their paychecks uh, delayed as a result of the defaults. Hmm. It's, so. don't, don't they call it like a triple A or something? Like it's like America has like a triple A rating. Yeah, that's that gives us the best interest rate. So when we borrow money, we're borrowing at the best rate possible. Who do we so, borrow from? I don't even know. We borrow mostly a lot of our money from China. Huh. We, let's see. I didn't. I've always wondered that. Like, who are we borrowing it from? Is that? Because that I feel like that should be something that should be people should know more. You know, let's see. China versus debt versus deficit. Hmm. Let's see what this sounds like. 
As of April 2020, the U.S. is approximately $25 trillion in debt. And with the government's massive stimulus spending in the face of coronavirus, that number is only going to go up further. But how does the U.S. actually borrow money? Who is loaning it to the country? And what happens when we have to pay it back? And this is uh, Acorns, by the way, on YouTube. Check it out. Debt versus deficit. Acorns. First, a clarification. CNBC. There's a difference between debt and deficit. In 2019, the government earned about $3.5 trillion through taxes and other revenue, but it spent about $4.4 trillion, so its annual deficit was about $984 billion. Thanks to the stimulus programs related to coronavirus, the 2020 deficit is projected to be about $3.8 trillion. Yes, that's trillion with a T. Our debt is the cumulative amount of money we owe as a country, and deficit spending does add to that debt. So, who actually owns the debt? It's not exactly the same as someone getting a bank loan or a mortgage. Instead, the U.S. has treasury bonds, bills, and notes that pretty much anyone can buy. And pretty much everyone does buy them. You've probably heard that China owns a lot of U.S. debt. And it does. It owns about $1.1 trillion worth. But in fact, China is far from the largest holder of U.S. debt. Japan actually owns more U.S. debt than any other also, foreign Japan. country at about one. So Japan owns $1.27 trillion of U.S. debt, China $1.1 trillion. And so, more people should know yeah, this. Yeah, from what I gathered, so the public, the public, us, owns 74% of the current federal debts. Intra-governmental debt accounts for 20%, 26%, which is $5.9 And then you have two groups which account for 30% of the debt, which are individual investors and banks. So... That's where you like anybody can buy a U.S. bond. So a lot of foreign governments use that uh, use that program to buy U.S. debts. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think I had some savings bonds growing up and stuff like that that really never amounted to anything. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Let's see what else they have to say. So Japan. Oh, Japan owns our ass. One point twenty-seven trillion dollars worth. But it's still not the biggest owner of U.S. debt. Can you guess who it is? The biggest owner of United States debt is the United States. Okay. U.S. debt is broken into two basic sections, public debt and intergovernmental holdings. Intergovernmental holdings make up about 26% of the national debt. This is debt that the Treasury owes to other federal agencies. For example, the Social Security Trust Fund currently takes in more revenue from taxes than it costs to operate. So it takes that additional revenue and invests it in U.S. Treasuries. Public debt makes up about 74% of the national debt. Foreign governments actually only hold about one-third of all the public debt. The rest is held by U.S. banks, investors, state and local governments, and other companies and funds. The Federal Reserve actually holds the majority of the U.S. public debt, about $8 trillion worth. Despite its name, the Federal Reserve is not technically a government agency. However, it does work closely with the government to manage the U.S. economy. So what would happen if the U.S. defaulted on its debt payments? Well, just like if you stopped paying your mortgage, student loans, or credit card bills, nothing good. Treasuries are considered a safe investment because the U.S. has never defaulted on its debts. If it stopped making those payments, that sentiment would disappear pretty quickly. This would lead to fewer people and institutions investing in treasuries, so the value of the treasuries would sink, 
which would make it more expensive and more difficult for the U.S. to borrow money. So it's in the country's best interest to continue to pay its debts. While big deficits and debts aren't so, great, we definitely need to paying, pay our bills, I guess is it. And Japan and China own pretty much, a, they own more money no, wait, they own less money than what they want to get more money, right? But they're saying this new money is not going to be borrowed from another country. They're going to just raise taxes. Is that the, is that what I'm understanding? The debt ceiling? Yeah. Well, no, 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 for the new, the new things they want to do, where they want $3.1 trillion now for all these other things. Like, is that going to come from China or Japan, or is that going to be coming from taxes? No, that's coming from the tax cut that's what that I Trump imposed on the top 1%. And like more on like corporate taxes are higher and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. yeah, so it'll yeah, be paid yeah. for. All right. Well, uh, let's take a break and we'll wrap it up, okay? Where's my wrap up? We'll be right back. This is the Dr. Every Project. I don't think that's a good idea. Well, we are. We're about to wrap it up here on the Dr. Rever Project. Um, you know that, that little Nas song? I like we were talking about him earlier. Um, with the industry song with Jack Harlow? Yeah. So I got this Jack Harlow guy. He's pretty like a philanthropic kind of guy. So it's, uh, Jack Harlow is donating to five hometown organizations, according to uh, People Magazine. Things from women's shelters to something called the AMPD, Center for Women's Facilities, uh, Louis, uh, Louisville Urban League, and the Metro United Way. Um, looks like he has some pride in where he comes from and just wants to kind of help out a little bit. You know, I always like when people try to do a little bit of, of good. Um, I think sometimes people forget that they have a, a platform and just by, you know, even throwing some money at things, it shows people that you care and it makes you a little bit more likable, you know? Absolutely. I don't know. That's just my opinion on that. All right. Well, we'll close it out for the day. Be done. Wrap it Thank up. Thank you guys for coming back. We're, we're back and ready to get going again. Vacation's over. Life is getting back to normal. Wrap it up. I'll take it. Wrap it up. I'll take it. The whole crew is back for season two. That's a good idea. Cloud your ears with that Gucci knowledge. Logan, warning, stand clear. This could affect your test results. Look at me like I'm crazy, but then they know this right here is me. And then I give them the peace. I'm out.
Bye-bye.